Dude, boomer almost rhymes with humor. It doesn't. Is, something, is that something? It's a it's a hundred percent rhyme. It's a match, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's we found a, a match. <laughs> it does also rhyme with tumor. <laughs> oh, and groomer. And if you like, if you like water rides, you might call you might you might call yourself a flume. Flumer, God, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, a fellow flumer. I've heard a rumor that you're a flumer. Okay, flumer. <laughs> I just don't know why we're not using logs. <laughs> Long ago in a distant land. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Tuesdays. It's the animated podcast about real cartoons. I'm Andy. I'm Austin. I'm Rory. And you know what? Today, today's a really monumentous day uh, because I've been without sunlight for a very, very long time. For Ever since we launched this podcast, they have not let me out of my anime dungeon. So long I've forgotten language. It's so bad. I, I don't know how to speak anymore. I don't know how to interact with real people. But Austin and Rory have decided just for one day, they told me in private that they're letting me out of my anime dungeon so that I could talk about card captors today. And it's really great. Thanks, you guys. Yeah, his fingernails had grown and curled back <laughs> into little twisty curly cues, and it was pretty gross. So we needed to get a specialist to trim his fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody really wanted to come anywhere near me. Uh, and it was actually tough to get near me because the fingernails did that big, long, curly thing where they're like three feet in diameter and they just keep uh-huh. spiraling into some sort of horrific Yeah, it's hell zone. We took them to a puppy groomer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were they were a little bit, you know, they're used to dealing with with rabid animals. And uh, that's very much like what I was because you, you deprived me of my anime and my ability to talk to people. Yeah, by about taking it you out of the they... dungeon, we were the criminals. Do you want to be down, down in the dungeon eating anime? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's convenient for you. How convenient <laughs> that we're doing this arc that is almost entirely anime centric. I was kind is. of surprised. It hadn't come up yet. I thought there was going to be more Pokemon clones from not Japan. And there is not not that much. No. And. I think you could argue that some of the shows that we're watching, I mean, especially we're, we're I mean, I mentioned it, we're, we're watching Card Captors today as one of the shows. I think especially something like Card Captors may as well be an American show or a Canadian show because of how much work was done on top of it to take it over. Um, but original content, though, it was still made in Japan. Like all of this stuff is is uh, it's like they were they were the ones riding the wave. And it's we almost just, like yeah, they were too afraid to change even one. Like, yeah. One one uh, one drop of DNA. They were like, "Well, the first one was Japanese. I think we got to stick with anime." <laughs> I think there's no way to recreate this without those without the fun hair and those big big eyes. <laughs> well, you know, there's the other the the <clears throat> other issue where, you know, at the time most animation had been done overseas anyway, and there weren't as many sure. American animation studios, and so they were like, "Well, look." Japan's already doing these shows anyway. Let's just yeah. bring it over and figure out how we can market it in the U.S. And I mean, uh, work to... smarter, not harder, I guess, right? Yeah. That's I mean, if, it, if the content's already being made and they can find ways to package it in a way that looks 
even more similar to Pokemon to bring it over? Like, why not? Just do it. Right. Or make a quick buck. It's not like, you know, it's it's if, if as long as I don't spend too much money doing it, it's not a huge loss if it doesn't get popular. They just abandon it, right? Like, they'll yep. make a, a hot minute of, of merch sales for, like, a year, and then it'll be totally uncool again and they're like fuck it let's bring over you know zatch bell and see zatch if that bell works. and there's something <laughs> yeah. so poor you know it's like the 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 bottom of how bad a show is to like actually lose money is probably pretty negligible right like if you're sandwiched between transformers and Yu-Gi-Oh, like the commercials yeah. are still gonna sell oh yeah you yeah pretty absolutely. much it could pretty much just put any old dog shit up and it's not you gonna just have to pay some vancouver voice actors yeah. you know a penny <laughs> And you've got a show ready for the U.S. And those dumb Canadians, they'll just thank you and do it. <laughs> yeah, I pay them in loonies and toonies, which isn't even <laughs> real like, money. That's cartoons. Like, pay them in their cartoon Wait, money this? for cartoon work. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't shit on Canada too much because I'm half Canadian. But like, whatever. What? They're, so um, every full moon, you have to go back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> you're like you're the, the scene in Cinderella when she when she's turning back and she's <laughs> running because she doesn't want people to see her how poor she is. But instead, yeah. it's just you, Canadian. You leave a flannel shirt on the steps of the palace. <laughs> oh God, this is week three of our Poke Clones arc. And we were watching uh, Card Captors and Zatch Bell today, and I think we can get that train of running uh, and get you guys glazing over while I go on and on about anime. So what, uh, shall we? Well, I eat a Is big it... anime. <laughs> I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat this whole anime in front. I'm of gonna me. make you watch me eat an entire anime. <laughs> Shadow wood, sword, thunder, power, sweet card, captors of the cloud, expect the unexpected now. The secrets of the cloud were all a mystery. But when this mighty book was open, the powers were set free. Card captors, a mystic adventure. Card captors, a quest for all time. Each card possesses. Alright, you guys, we watched we watched card captors. Um, these, so, uh, of the shows we watched today, I think it's fair to say, these are kind of the, the final form of the Poke Clones that exist purely as media content and not toy monstrosities. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. This is just ripping off the format of Pokemon without actually doing all of the integration with games and toys and, and all that junk. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Card Captors, uh, here we go. Here's a blurb for y'all. This is a good last name. Sakura Avalon, a 10-year-old, experiences dreams involving a peculiar book and Tokyo Tower. Right. Uh, she's in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Although they'll say Sakura Avalon. <laughs> Sakura Avalon. <laughs> Sakura Avalon. After returning home from school, Sakura is drawn to the basement by strange noises. In her father's library, she discovers the Cloud Book, the same book from her dreams. The same book from her dream, she accidentally breaks its seal, unleashing its magical cloud cards into the world. These cards, the cards guardian Cerberus awakens and appoints Sakura the role of card captor to catch the seal and cards <laughs> using the cloud wand. They successfully <laughs> wow. catch the fly card, allowing Sakura to fly. 
there's some capture. There's some Pokemon capture elements there, to this. There's so much strong Pokemon DNA in this. Without you capturing the cards are Pokemon, and the <laughs> wand is a Pokeball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Cerberus is a Pokedex. Yeah. No, you're not wrong about that. He does. He does know all the cards as as they show up. Kiro is is. He uh, always his, has his introduction. Fill-in. I thought was a pretty fun scene, though. Oh, when he comes out of the when he comes out of the book after she's yeah. let all the cards go. <laughs> and yeah, he's like, "Hey, wow, you summoned me. Good job." And she's like, "Yeah, I know. Uh, what are you doing here?" He's like, "Well, you you summoned me. Good job." And she's like, "Yeah, but what about all these other cards?" Uh, excuse me. Well, they all came <laughs> flying out of that book that I just opened. Uh, no, they didn't. Uh, shut up. No, they didn't. <laughs> that would be a huge disaster. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. oh my god so we gotta talk about this a little bit we watched the dub that nelvana did in uh they released it starting in 2000 of card captors uh which originally is just called card captor sakura and came out in 1998 in japan and i i can't aside from robotech which we already watched and we've talked about a lot of the changes they made to that is this your uh, longest anime? No, no, no. I mean, your hardest this is... anime. <laughs> no, your no, it isn't. Anime? It is my, it is my girliest anime that I love. <laughs> I would say, and sure. I say that in all the nicest ways. This show, your prettiest this show was, anime. It, it is the prettiest anime that I love. It is. It it was originally fully targeted to girls. Um, this is this is shojo content. Uh, but when they brought it over, they tried to boy it up as much as humanly possible. Yeah, that's really uh, apparent if you look at the difference between the Japanese original opening theme and <laughs> the American one uh, is night and day. Night and day. You know, it, it, it's funny, too, that it, it starts getting that weird, uh, you know, uh, gender decisions about children. Because I think something we haven't really talked about for Pokemon was how across the board, boys and girls were into Pokemon. It yeah. was completely not a gendered phenomenon. Yeah. And the fact that somebody thinks that they can do Pokemon but for girls is kind of like, I wonder how I can lose half my audience. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess the one time doing that doesn't make any sense. It's 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 interesting because well, the original manga God, I just I haven't gotten to say that word on this podcast in so long. (laughs) (laughs) The original manga was written by uh, just a team. your nails. Mm. <laughs> uh, a, a team of our, of manga creators called Clamp, and these there are four women, and they I don't know that they were necessarily trying to bite off Pokemon as much as they were trying to sort of do Magical Girl like Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. I would kind of guess that part of Pokemon's DNA comes from those uh, serials where mm-hmm. every week you have just a 
a 30 page comic is about an eight minute read. Like it's just, it's so fast Yep. Uh, that uh, you have to have these really bite sized goals, whether that's catch yeah. a Pokemon or catch a cloud card. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, no, I can that see, may- I can that's see absolutely that. true. Um, but it is, it is worth noting that like they were working sort of out of a slightly different genre convention. Sure. Right? Like they're doing, they're, they're, they weren't really familiar very much. They like their their whole deal wasn't with Magical Girl anime. Oh, so Magical are you Girl saying manga. this is the Sailor Moon of Pokemon? I am. Yes. Okay. And so so they're they're kind of they're, he, Clamp was sort of drawing from a, a couple buckets more more so than the other shows that we've watched and will watch. Right. Um, but because this show is so targeted to girls and because a lot of the content in this show is not necessarily always about catching cards. Like there's some like character drama and like story that goes on and some like romance stuff that happens. Okay, when, Dungeon Boy. When Nelvana <laughs> did did the English dub, there are there are 70 episodes of the show. Nelvana only aired like they only aired 39 of them. They aired them all in a crazy random order on Kids WB. And the very first episode that they aired was episode eight, and it was the one where the boy main character shows up. And so they like jump straight to where the boy shows up. And all the dubbing sort of like changes the tone. They change the names in the show. They change all the music in the show to be more like dynamic actiony music rather than like Radical cute songs. music. <laughs> uh, they change the like they change the focus of the show because they got rid of a lot of the apps that did not have anything to do with catching a card because they wanted <laughs> oh, that God. Pokemon Pokemon angle so bad. So and it sounds like Nelvana a, a, wanted a Pokemon a lot more than Clamp did. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like they took something that was that was close enough and said, we can dub around that. We can dub Pokemon right up in this bitch. We can Pokemon the shit out of this show. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's it's re- it is really interesting because it's more Nelvana's fault that this is a Poke clone than it is the original show's fault. Right. Interesting. Right. Um, they cut out the same sex relationships, too. All over the place. Uh, yeah. How much of that was in the? I mean, I don't know anything about either version. Fully really. in, I guess it was fully in the original. It's fully in the original. Um, varying degrees of like explicit, I guess. Uh, there's like okay, so there's there's a few characters we could talk about, right? So we have Sakura. She's our main girl. She's ten. Uh, she's got an older brother. <laughs> What's his name in the dub? It's oh, Tori. I just know, I just know he's <laughs> the hot brother. Yeah, the hot brother Tori. And Tori's best friend is a guy whose name I think in the dub is Julian. Julian. Yes. Glasses yeah. boy named Julian, who's is, incredibly long. He's an incredibly <laughs> long glasses hunk <laughs> who rides a bike. Yeah. And Sakura is like fully Sakura head over heels. Sakura's obsessed with the Spider Man. <laughs> Slender Man. <laughs> with an- yeah, with, with anime hunk Slender Man. Uh, but in the, in the original. Uh, obviously, she's still into him, but uh, but Julian is super into Tori. Oh, uh, that's that's a thing. And it's implied slowly over the course of the show that Tori also reciprocates. So it's like they've kind of got a relationship going. These two boys, uh, Sakura's main friend, uh, whose name is they they Americanized her so hard. Her name's Madison in the dub. Yeah, <laughs> that's a white that's, girl name, too. That's the whitest girl name you could pick. Uh, but her name is Tomoyo in the original. But she's Sakura's second cousin, and they remove that. And also, she's really into Sakura, and they remove okay, that. Okay, well, that's okay. I think I think we're going to be, because they're related, uh, we're going to let that one slide. Right. 
<laughs> and then there's another there's another couple angles they do. There's a the side character we never meet that we don't meet in this first episode who kind of falls for the teacher. So like they remove that because there's like some age dynamics that they didn't like. Right? Yeah, I mean I don't uh, either. I can handle that. I can handle that. That's yeah. also a decent choice. It's also that that's also repeated in the story about Sakura's parents, uh, where Sakura's dad was like uh, her mom's professor, and they met when she, they were students. But that's a little better too because they were both like closer to adult age when it's happening. Um, so they they like they basically it's only a little better. Uh, okay. They remove they remove it. They remove all of this stuff. And then there's the boy character that shows up, right? Like, it's, like, kind of implied that he's into Julian. <laughs> and then also <laughs> later he goes, he's into Sakura, right? And they, I think they everybody cut out can, all that we stuff. We can safely say everybody likes Julian. Everybody likes Julian. He's the longest boy and long boys <laughs> win. Clamp, Clamp <laughs> is such a fuck fest for long boys. Boy, I'm going to tell you. I mean, I've seen enough of X. I think X has the yeah, longest man. boys ever invented. <laughs> Well, Sakura's dad's a pretty long boy too. Yeah, that dad is a is a big fuckable like you know giant man. Uh, they're kind of doing like, that thing. Do you guys remember that scene in Muppet Treasure Island when Gonzo stretches his arms and legs? <laughs> yeah, they stretch him on the rack. Yeah, they stretch yeah. him on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's clamp. Anyway, all that to say that there's a lot of like potential relationships, and not all of them and most of them probably are kind of non-traditional reaching into the like, you know, quote unquote taboos. And all of that's removed for kids. WB, they shut out, they got rid of like 30 of the episodes and they aired them in totally weird order. And so I, I can't think of an anime that got more fucked in its localization than this show. Um, and that's the end of my little tirade, but I thought you might be interested in the context. Yeah. Um, let's see. We also can't leave out. Uh, we got a dead anime mom alert. Oh yeah. <laughs> dead mom alert. <laughs> Oh is man! The tropiest, the tropiest so, dead anime mom. She's got so, the hair. She's got the the hair the, to a T. She has the dead anime mom hair. It's true. It like flows down over her shoulders. She's like an angel. It's it's yeah. It's real. Um. So like, what 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 goes on at the beginning here? She. Um, it's a very Sailor Moon opening. Mm. Um. It's uh. She has a dream. This sort of prophetic dream about her and seeing. Flashes of things we don't quite understand yet. Uh, and then she wakes up to her alarm and a very she's late to school in a very classic sort of way. And she's got a hot dad <laughs> who also is trying to get some pudding. There's pudding in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, there's pudding. There's also definitely pudding in this one. Somebody don't tell Bakugan dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also her brother teases her about being a dinosaur. Sakura, if you tried, do you think you could be any louder? I wasn't that loud. You sounded like a small dinosaur up there. I was walking normally. Hey, I'm lucky. How many guys get a dinosaur for a little sister? Stop calling me a dinosaur! Quit calling me dinosaur head. Uh, sorry, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. dinosaur, <laughs> but it's a very meatball head. There's some uh, obvious, mm -hmm. like, lazy translations. They're like, well, this is going to still play. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Actually, I really like that sequence because she then, like, she gets mad at him funny. and then imagines that she's as big as a dinosaur and squashes him with her foot. And when then we cut back to real life, she's just, like, sh holding her fist up in the air, like, in righteous anger. And he's just <laughs> staring at her like, what the fuck are you doing? It is funny. It just seems so strange. It seems so random for that for that insult to come out I know. of nowhere. <laughs> that I had to assume that it made more sense as as uh, some sort of, you know, in Japanese 
perhaps i don't even remember what they say but i'll i'll let, I'll let you give it credit for that <laughs> yeah i mean I, I i enjoy i enjoy the way that that this sort of magical girl main character is structured even if it is even if it has been done before i just you know it's fun and it it's is fun. that kind of like for a fourth grade girl if that is sort of the target audience based on her mm-hmm. age um then it really is this sort of wish fulfillment. You know, you can be kind of late to school, but you're like super good at baton twirling. And uh, everybody thinks you're cool. And she's got cool. sick rollerblades. Uh-huh. Yeah, you have sick rollerblades and you're out blading to school. I like, here. here is the fun, like insightful bit of that. Like, rather than a lot of these sort of like American boys good at everything shows where he's like, these are things that dorks like. Dorks like... <laughs> <laughs> dorks do color guard and rollerblade yeah like it's just a much more insightful way to appeal to people of like hey this is you know the things you like here's somebody who does them yeah i don't think i've ever seen the like crush target have glasses you know mm-hmm. that's a yeah. rare thing that kind of stood out to me well you can barely see them beneath his beneath his <laughs> his waving arms <laughs> <laughs> we were focusing a lot on his length. He's so long, and they put him on a bicycle. <laughs> He's just a tiny torso and a head on a bicycle with these just like with these Muppet parts. <laughs> <laughs> but he's so he's so wonderful. He's so kind. And her older brother, like she 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 has like a thought in her Tori's head. Tori's a bit like, of a door. Tori kind of sucks. Tori does kind of suck, but he sucks in like a a believable older brother sucks kind of way. Um, but she she's like wondering like how the fuck is Julian Tori's friend? Tori sucks. And Julian how, did, fucks. how does this how does this hot long hunk friends with my <laughs> terrible brother? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, does he not even see how small he is compared to Julian? <laughs> <laughs> clearly, the clearly incompatible. <laughs> I'll uh, grow up to be big and long like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But she goes to school and she comes back home. She's sort of been preoccupied the whole day with that dream she had that, like, you know, felt so real. Uh, and she comes home and she's she's home alone, uh, which also is like, where the fuck is her family? She's like 10. But she starts hearing weird sounds from the basement where I guess her long dad has a full library, which is. Yeah. So basement does not do this justice. It's a full labyrinth, a full library <laughs> labyrinth. Because yeah. her dad is a works at a museum and he got some sort yeah, of it's, magic it's book. Fully like one of, it's fully like one of it's like the stacks of a, like of a university library. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah. And so this is this is what we were talking about. She she opens this book and uh, the first the, it's like full of cards, you know, and which I don't know why you have cards in a book. Like, shouldn't you just have cards like in a I don't know, a box or something. It feels it's, weird. Well, it's, like, it's a book. It's like there should be a bottle of whiskey in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or a knife. But instead, it's plow cards. Because <laughs> there's no sex. Because cards are are a deeply modern sort of thing, and there's no real like sexy old timey way to hold your cards. You know, there yeah. weren't like ancient binders that had little like slippy like <laughs> little sleeves. <laughs> the Babylonians' little card sleeves, yeah. But they For their commander. Uh, they fly out uh, because the first card she picks up is called the Windy. And uh, she says its name out loud while she's holding it. And it kind of like activates. And so all this wind starts blowing around it everywhere. everywhere and all the cards in the book fly out. And we see like a shot 
uh, away from the house where like the cards are literally like flying in all directions. Who knows where? Uh, so uh, like, they're may- flying into uh, Bakugan where they show up out of nowhere <laughs> in the beginning <laughs> right. of Bakugan. All these cards yes. just showed up. They just flew, came out of the air. <laughs> we sent them over to Bakugan. Yeah, Bakugan will look after him. Main character's name was Bakugan, right? Like, that's all I remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bakugan's dad, who likes pudding. <laughs> uh, but the cards are gone, and so she's like, oops, I fucked up. And then that's when our little boy, our little boy Kiro comes out. This is, this is Kiro, Kiro Baros, it's Cerberus, it's, you know, it's whatever Yeah, like a guardian, there. like a guardian animal. Right. You know? Except he's like a little flying stuffed animal, like a... Almost looks like a like a little cute. Almost looks like how to keep a mummy with wings. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's a cutie. Uh, He's a money. He maker. is cute. Uh, his dub voice is very like, "Whoa, dude!" It's very Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of liked him though. Like I said, when when he his opening scene was pretty strong. I don't know if yeah. maybe he gets tiresome. I it, I got tired by the end of this episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, I remember. So this is the dub. This is what I watched. I mean, this aired on on what like uh, WB. Uh, yeah, it was Kids WB, and I definitely watched this when I was a kid, and I liked Caro at the time. But then later, I watched the original, and now that's sort of ingrained in my head. And now going back to it, it feels kind of jarring. But I don't hate it either. I like it. I'm with you, Rory. You play a little clip of of this of this boy. Map. Book I was guarding had cloud cards inside it. Cloud cards? Dangerous forces. And now that the seal has been broken, there's no telling what they'll do. The cloud cards were created by a very powerful magician named Cloud Reed. Each cloud card has its own character and special powers. They were designed to be free, but the cards grew so strong and willful that they couldn't be controlled. So, Clow Reed created a book to keep the cards in and put a protective seal on the cover. They sound dangerous. Mm-hmm. And that's why I gotta get them back. I I saw somewhere that it was in, intended to be, like, crow cards. Is Can it's, you confirm that? I don't think so, because the it's literally written C-L-O-W in the animation on oh, the book. Okay. It's hmm. the Clow. But it's pronounced crow. Like mm. he, his name is Kurorido. Like it's 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 just Clo. Don't give me shit for that. <laughs> you can't you can't give me shit for this. For knowing uh, Japanese. For knowing things. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't I don't know. It might be. It might have intended to kind of do a crow thing, but I don't know. It, they brought it over, and it was Clow. It's Clow forever. It's just Clow. And it just and... means nothing, and it sucks to <laughs> say out loud. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I guess so. I get okay. So big picture wise, what I like about the take of this show is the like the angle of the show is that all of our collectibles aren't just like these little monsters. They're not like they're not super easily definable. They're kind of like unchained forces of nature or like concepts. Sure. We see we see Windy and we see Fly in this in this episode. So already they're pretty abstract or just sort of general. Like she finds other cards like watery and shadow and like jump and other things. So they, they like sometimes they're actions, but they all like the, the art gets to be interesting because then they sort of like, how does this manifest? Like fly is a big, angry bird. Yeah, uh, it was pretty. In some ways, it's more like playing Super Metroid than it is like, <laughs> playing Pokemon. 
Yeah, yeah, because she gets the power. She gets. She basically gets powers. Or sometimes you catch it's the like, card of wall jump. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, she'll get. She gets like she gets fly at the end of the episode because she has to capture a card, obviously, and uh, like when she summons it after she's gotten it, it just, it makes wings show up on her wand and she can ride it like a, like a broomstick. And you know, that's kind of fun. And it, it, that's it kind of like it's how most of them are. Uh, so in, in a way it's kind of fun because it lets her still, not every card is like this, right? Cause sometimes windy, it's like, you know, you just summon a thing that does a thing like Pokemon, but a lot of times the cards like let her do something and let her be a part of the action as opposed to Ash just standing back and watching which always right, feels like, like it's like shit. cool. Now he's got the the beaver Pokemon or whatever. Like I don't really care <laughs> if no. he catches the beaver Pokemon in one of them because he's not really going to use it later because mm-hmm. he's just going <laughs> to use Pikachu. But yeah, if he's getting new abilities, like that's interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. I, that's what I like about it. I'm interested to hear what you guys think because, like I said, I've watched every episode of this multiple times in both movies. Um, you like, know, uh, I don't have very many strong opinions about the first episode. Unfortunately, like that's okay. It's uh, it. Uh, I get the impression they take about eight to ten episodes to kind of get to the show, which is nice if you want to watch it, but bad if you want to get a first impression of, from a single episode. <laughs> I mean, this is enough of, like, the show, kind of, right? I mean, basically the only repeating, like, if you want to talk about a repeating structure for episodes, the only thing that we don't get in this one is that her best friend, <laughs> Madison, doesn't, in this at this point, know about her shenanigans. Uh, which happens really quickly. And then she's basically like, oh, that's dope. Can I videotape you? And also, can I make you costumes? Because I need you to wear cool costumes while you do this. Okay, so so that was a really interesting (laughs) moment uh, in this episode where um, she's talking to Caro, and Caro says, A true hard copper can battle in anything, even in pajamas. And I was like, (laughs) are you... Do you know what kind of show you're in? You're in a shoujo anime. It is very important what you wear. Okay. Some 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 shoujo shows spend like a whole season so the character can get like a better, cooler tiara. You know, it's it's deeply important what you wear. Yeah. And so, yeah, they that part is in there. And I think it's cool because essentially what it means is that every time she goes out adventuring, you know, go find a new card, go whatever, she's in a new outfit. Like, there, she doesn't have that Simpsons problem or whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it, where they're always wearing the same clothes. And I think I think Clamp specifically was like, I think it'd be kind of sad in a shoujo manga if the girl wore the same outfit every day. Fuck that. Uh, sure. So like, yeah. so the, yeah, the the only like repeatable thing that we don't get in episode one is kind of like, okay, cool. I found out. Okay, you're going after this like electric card. So I made you like a rubber outfit, and it's really cool, and it's so cute. <laughs> and look at the look at the features on this cute thing. And she's like, yeah, okay, I'll put it on. Like, okay, cool. Now stand over there while I videotape you, and go get a card. Like, <laughs> see, I like that. That's a fun aspect. It is fun. And then you know you paint that a little bit in the original with like obviously she's got a crush on Sakura and it, it makes a fun dynamic. But um but otherwise I think you saw the show as the show, right? She's she's learning about new stuff and going to find cards and kind of bumblefucking her way through it as she gets better at magic. Yeah. yeah, I guess I guess I feel if I was a Pokemon fan or a Sailor Moon fan, this might be a little bit too walking the walking right down the middle. Mm, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know that it gets me either way as somebody who that's I don't know. That was sort of my that's my take. I feel you. Austin, how you doing? Um, I, I, I dug it. I think I dug it. Um, I'd be interested to see more 
Um, you know, I, I don't think, you know, if I were, I avoided it at the time because it really just kind of looked derivative. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't in, in practice, it really does kind of do its own thing, which I think is, well, is cool. it's also one of those things where it's like, it's, it's easy. It's a little bit easier to go back now and kind of respect the shows that, yeah. uh, that were unapologetically girly. Mm-hmm. But there's only so much an eight-year-old can handle, a sh- like being told this show's just for girls and still watching it. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like, oh, yeah. well, I guess I'm going to have to go do something else for 30 minutes because I've been <laughs> told this is not for me. And I'm not going to buck the status quo. Well, totally. there's also the other aspect of, like, I think any show just sort of when you don't catch episode one being deeply lost in, in a sure. serialized program, you know? And yeah. I think that's a lot of cases where I was like, I think I want to watch Tenchi Muyo, but I have not seen <laughs> anything that leads up to this point, And I'm deeply lost. I have you on 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 recording now saying, I think I want to watch Tenchi Muyo. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to use that for evil. But Great. no, I, I, I feel what you're saying. That's my new ringtone. It is also Muyo. interesting that the. This show, like you say, you wanted to have caught episode one, but even people like me who was interested in the show and I watched the first week, we didn't get episode one. We got episode eight. Right, you got like episode ten and to eight, yeah. And like, you know, that's a easy way to hamstring your bullshit, like mm-hmm. Firefly style, you know? Yeah. That's fucked. Anyway. Yeah, because uh, kids do we actually rate... do care. Yeah, they do. Do we want to rate this on our on our metrics? Um sure. 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 Uh how are the monsters? So the monsters are, I think, could be cool. Interesting. They're they're a little bit vague, but in a cool, in a vaguely cool way. Mm-hmm. I'll give that yeah. four out of five. I think that's comfortable. Yeah. Same. Uh, people. I I think the people are nice and long. <laughs> long. Can I give it a long <laughs> out of five? <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> uh, long, the world. Long man. <laughs> Uh, the world, uh, I don't know much about this world yet. It seems like a kind of a normal world uh, that might potentially have some horrifying problems, depending on how out there it these seems, cards are. It seems are. fairly unaffected by the monster cards. I will say I like that uh, her friend Madison sort of recognizes you're a superhero and you have to have clothes that fucking rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys, so, they got a slap. Yeah. <laughs> noticing that the world needs a superhero that's like fucking dressed to the nines. Uh, it's I'm not interested in the world, but I'm interested in how much care they're putting into the cloud cards and the people affecting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was kind of expecting once the cloud cards came out that it was going to become like that scene in Ghostbusters where all the ghosts come out. <laughs> and then New York is mm-hmm. just like a nightmare place. Uh, but it seems chill. Seems they go out right immediately. Now. In yeah. a very story convenience kind of way. They like to show up one by one per episode. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Totally. Capitalist synergy? I mean, the synergy is high. It just doesn't appear to have used it. But uh, you could easily do something yeah. with the cards. Make a card game. Make a video game. Well, I think... So what's interesting is that their capitalist synergy is kind of a different beast in this sort of material over in Japan. Because a lot of times, an anime is great for selling manga. Right? Like mm. you, you put a, you put out an anime and it boosts the manga sales. So like that's awesome. They sell more books, uh, and then 
there's like figurines and like some other like types of toys that aren't action figures, like buying that staff that she has, you know, or like some of her, some of her clothing items and that sort of thing. So like there was sort of a different kind of merchandising going on. A very deeply Japanese merchandising system that doesn't (laughs) nowhere near what Pokemon was doing. Right. Or Sailor Moon even. Mm hmm. Yeah. And so I don't know. I'd give it a low. I'd give it a low score on capitalism. Sure. Mm-hmm. Two out of five. Two. Uh, a pretty good show. Yeah, yeah, I had a good time. If there was any way in hell that I could somehow convince you guys to turn this for like, you know, 30 weeks into a card captors podcast, I would probably do it because I want to watch this show would, all over again. I would take those fingernails of yours and. Uh, <laughs> you know, kill myself. uh hey austin yeah so this week we are so happy to be sponsored uh by a sponsor we haven't had yet Uh, somebody uh this is a new this is a new a new entry to the podcast sponsorship that's so rare too it's uh you know yeah because you know week after week it's the same it's those same those same three uh, but this yeah, time it's yeah. something new. Uh, so, Austin, could you tell everybody uh, about Jake Gyllenhaal bot channel five? <laughs> yeah, I can. Um, so, you know what? Television has just been fucked. Television <laughs> is ruined. Okay. Netflix <laughs> yeah. came along and just stomped on all my great shows. It stomped on all my CSIs. And it came in with its like serialized storytelling and everybody's got an HBO and everybody's got a CBS All Access. Right. Where they can watch Sheldon anytime they want. Uh, God, too much and- Sheldon. <laughs> Sheldon you know, on demand. You just can't have that much Sheldon. You're supposed to see Sheldon at the right time. So uh, the incredible hunk, the, the wisest man that we know, Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, is trying to fix television. He's done movies. He, he just like did a great job at movies and he's like done with that i've done a great job at movies so mm-hmm. he's he's now looking at television he's heard about television he learned for one minute he learned what the hell happened while he was off to being good at movies and doing good at movies he wasn't paying attention to what television had turned into and he came back and he's like what's a netflix oh fuck um and so he is bringing television back the good stuff that only your grandparents like and leave on at the home and this is that good stuff that you can leave on all day okay you can leave this tv show on and put on a story and it's a good but he can't do it all like hours a day you know Mm. jake gyllenhaal is still like busy being good at stuff and uh so you know he's got to be in prince of persia too uh he's got to do a lot of other good movies and stuff right so yeah (laughs) so jake gyllenhaal made a robot and Jake Gyllenhaal bot <laughs> is uh, going to be. It's been programmed, of course, with all Jake Gyllenhaal's memories and experiences and, ta- and That's talent. That's the Jake Gyllenhaal bot. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he's gonna do television. <laughs> he's gonna do television for Jake Gyllenhaal uh, while he's doing Prince of Persia two, and he's gonna make this television show that's just gonna run. Oh, 
I don't know if there was a miscommunication, but this is this is this what is he Jake told Gyllenhaal me. This is what he told me. So Jake Gyllenhaal bot channel five. <laughs> so, <laughs> so so he bought out channel five to put this robot uh, on to sort of run Jake Gyllenhaal content that your grandparents are going to love, that the boomers are going to just love and eat up. And everybody in the whole world, too, also, I might add. So you're going to see this wonderful robot of Jake Gyllenhaal just, like, running incredible, incredibly monotonous and watchable content 24-7. How about that? That sounds awesome, and I'm excited yeah. to get myself a Jake Gyllenhaal bot uh, that runs Channel 5. Oh <laughs> <Hell> Yeah. <laughs> Hey everybody, uh, we are here in our little new brand spanking new mid-roll credits section and uh, yeah. we want to just mention, roughly mention that, you know, we are of course out on social media and you can find us on our website, zadamtuesdays.com and uh, we also have a Patreon and yeah, we, we love do. our Patreon, we love our patrons that we yes, have we now, uh, they are wonderful. I mean, we're recording this late in December, and so we haven't even really had our first episode where we blasted it out yet come out. And we've already got several patrons from when we sort of like hinted at it, and we appreciate them so much. And uh, you can join them. And there's fun bonuses, and we're making little bonus content, and more to come. And you get episodes early. Uh, you get them like three days early on Saturday mornings. If that's your jam, you can totally get all up in that biz. Mm. I feel like I've forgotten something. Oh, oh, you get to vote on specials. So uh, at this point, we very likely ha already have a, 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 a poll live. So if you become a patron, you can immediately go and vote and find out, you know, help decide what show we watch on our next special. Become an influencer the way you always wanted to be. I mean, <laughs> what cartoon we're going to watch. Is that what that means? Uh -huh. Is that what Instagram influencers do? They just I've help. heard that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, a fool and their money are soon parted, and we'd like you to be that fool. No, you're the money, and we are the fool. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. I don't know how we want to transition out of these in mid-rolls. Let's dive again and dive, dive. <laughs> and now back to our messages. <laughs> you know who's got the power. You know who's got Well, everybody, we are back with another show, another Poke Clone, kind of. Uh, mm -hmm. This is uh, this is where things start to get a little more interesting. Um, you know, the year is two thousand and five, uh, and you know things have had time to sort of scatter out from from Pokemon and and change and sort of have to find a little more innovation 
And we maybe have that. What we do have for sure is if, Zatch if Bell. If Pikachu was a human <laughs> child, it would be Zatch Bell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got oh, a no. boy. Everybody's got a human. Yeah, this is a show about collecting collecting little kids, right? That's what we're They've doing. They've got these face lines that I think are supposed to make them look kind of like marionettes. Right. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, they're yeah. otherwise incredibly very real people. Yeah, they're so like the, spooky puppet boys. Spooky the world is puppet boys. The world is now these roving bands of like Nambla, like little Nambla teams <laughs> of a of a man and his boy. A man and um, his little boy. Yeah. So what a pairing. A little weird uh, in that regard. So don't think about it too much. I guess. Uh, let's let's do a blurb of uh, yeah. of this show in this first episode. Um. Okay, and, and apologies, it's a long one. Not as long as the boys in Card Cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, this is Zatch Bell episode one, The Lightning Boy from Another World. And here's the blurb. A boy named Zatch Bell, just rolls off the, rolls <laughs> off the tongue, arrives at Kyo Takamine's house and reveals that Kyo's father sent him to train Kyo, because... Kyo's a piece of shit. And we have sort of a Klaus scenario where you need to suck less. Um, yeah. Yeah. Z- Zatch gives Kyo a letter from his father, which reveals that Kyo's father found an amnesiac Zatch. Unco- say that ten times fast. Um, <laughs> unconscious in the forest with him. And with him was a red book in a mysterious language. While arguing with Zatch, the book glows red and Zatch shoots lightning out of his mouth, destroying Kyo's wall. <laughs> <laughs> at school, Kyo announced Kyo at school. Kyo, annoyed with Zatch's presence, sends Zatch to the rooftop to deal with bullies. Zatch finds Susie Mizuno on the roof and coincidentally also finds a bully. The bully proceeds <laughs> to beat up Zatch. Kyo intervenes but is also beaten. Later, a mysterious flying skateboarder named Ido <laughs> comes from the sky and knocks out the bully. By blasting wind with his hand. He then demands Susie to be his girlfriend and attacks Keo and Zatch. Keo notices that the child like Zatch, that the child like Zatch, is the one using the wind techniques. Keo reads Zaker from Zatch's red book and Zatch fires lightning at Ido, scaring them away. In the distance, a m- mysterious pair reveal that the, mom- that the Momoto battle has begun. All right, well, you know, that's not... You got it. You know, you got it. (laughs) Okay. This one was a wild... This was a wild ride. There's so much going on here. I have to tell you two things, uh, sort of from from the Japanese perspective, and then we can move on very quick. One is that Zatch Bell is not the original name of this show. The original name of this show is, uh, is Gash Bell. I don't think his, you can say ooh. that. <laughs> his name was, his and name I was think they Gash. agreed, and they figured Zatch was a better name. <laughs> yeah, I think they probably they probably didn't want to have to do any any uh, altering cells, so it had to it had to fit that mouth movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're not going to call their show Golden Gash or Golden <laughs> yeah. Gash Bell. Like that's the name which, of the sh- that's the name of the freaking manga is the Golden Gash. Ooh, Jesus Christ! I do, not, I do not care for this. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> no. 
but like it was never intended to be the English word. Gash. Right. It, it wasn't was just a, a fun it wasn't sound. a nasty. It was just a fun sound. It's a fun sound. That's what we named him. His name's Gash. And then like, wait a minute, we're trying to bring this to the West. And they think <laughs> British people think we're talking about crazy stuff what in are a we very doing? crude, unfortunate way. Yeah, it's, that's uh, rough. it's an ugly I'm sorry, one. everybody listening that had to just sort of deal with <laughs> yeah. that. But now we say Zatch, not Zach. Yeah, Zatch. Zatch Bell. The other fact is that I don't know if you guys noticed in the first sequence of this episode where Zatch first shows up to Keo, uh, you know, flying in through his window. But those uh, those briefs that are on his uh, his bottom are uh, are a little shakily animated, almost as if I they did. were added in post. Because <laughs> there's oh. a couple scenes. There's a scene where uh, <laughs> where Keo is like showering Zatch. And yeah. is freaked Stealing out, and, and they've said they say something like, "You've got horns." We don't see horns. Uh, we do see horns. Oh, we do horns. see horns. Yeah, he yeah. didn't see. He little, didn't see a little cock. No, no, <laughs> no. There no, wasn't horns. about that. But you are right to have sort of like a cock tuition about this because <laughs> uh, that's what we see. That's the very first thing that Keo sees when he turns around and looks out the window and sees Zatch hanging from a bird floating outside of his window. It, the camera first zooms in on this little boy's jeepers, like full on. <laughs> and then the camera pans up to see Zatch's face. And then he's like, I must be dreaming. <laughs> because you because, cause you just fell from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> no, he says no more pastrami at night. <laughs> yeah. It's the little boy peepers f- just flinging around this whole first sequence. Japan is so strangely, like bold about like oh it's a little boy under a certain age we can just fling that penis on state on screen all we want also but what is the fucking wish fulfillment of this show where it's like you get a boy <laughs> a and you get to bathe boy him to show up and give me friends <laughs> you get to give him baths oh <laughs> he's a little tamagotchi except he's basically a real human child yeah, uh yeah god and his name's Gash. This little naked boy named Gash shows up and flings his peepers in your face. And what are you going to do? What are you going to do about that? He's flying on a hawk with a salmon on his back. <laughs> that image is pretty incredible. I mean, with zero context. You have to take a little stock of the fact that, like, there are a lot of animes that never got made into an American version. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, let's do this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. They aired this on Toonami. Like, I don't even fuck. I don't know. But anyway, to put it in on American television, they had to take the time to go frame by frame and animate underwear. To take a na- to, yeah, to take the naked child named Gash and try to salvage the show. <laughs> 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 um, um. So as much as I hate to, we should talk about Keo a little bit. Um, oh, Keo's such a piece of shit. This sort of brilliant teen who has pastrami nightmares, apparently. <laughs> Um, the first thing that we hear Keo basically say is, why bother? I'm smarter than everyone in junior high already, including the teacher. That's called being in junior high. Okay. That's a phase. Everybody has it. <laughs> I, but I have to say like as much as he's a shit and he spends most of the episode being a shit, his mom comes back with the best thing in the world after that, where she basically is like, dude, the fact that you say that is like is... making you prime bully bait. This is why kids bully you, son. And <laughs> uh, everything that all of Keo's actions and everything he says do suck. It builds to kind of a nice speech from Zatch at the end mm-hmm. when he's like, Keo's always been smart. He's not the one who changed. 
You know, yeah. you guys are. You guys didn't used to bully him. Yeah. That, it, I, I don't fully off. buy it. I don't fully, I think, to completely absolve him of all I know, for I being know. a shithead isn't great. But I, I just, I kind of liked that little bit. That little bit worked for me. And it's yeah. it's a common it's a common trope in uh, in anime for sure of like uh, ones that take place in the school where like there's kind of like a class hive mind where if they decide that you're getting shunned you're just getting shunned and there's nothing you can do about it that's kind of like a trope almost right like the girl that's too hot or like too popular with the guys all the other girls hate her uh, and it's like immutable like there's nothing you can do about it and so like. It kind of is a little tropey, but this one felt maybe a little real as well. Like, people hate the smart kid in class. People hate them, especially in middle school. It's like, man, fuck especially that Especially you want to shut the fuck up, yeah. Yeah, especially um, one that literally says I'm smarter than everyone. Fuck. Although so Kyo is still, like, a stone's throw away from some, like, fedora uh, men's rights <laughs> activist guys. They hunted me for my intelligence. <laughs> they couldn't handle a brilliant soul such as I. Well, he's not as much of an incel as as the I I, I what's his butt who shows up later. Right? Oh God, yeah, the skateboarding incel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what his name. Ido, Ido, yeah, Ido is such a goddamn creepy, scary incel. It's just so gross. I, you know, and it, and it goes towards uh, the character Susie, who I liked. I like when you have this character who's just sort of like unable to reconcile their you know their preteen feelings with the monster they've fallen in love with uh, um, sure sure <laughs> but i do think it's a little problematic in media to have to just like have him be the object of her affection and that yeah. she keeps making excuses for him yeah I where know. she's like i really like him and like yeah like he's a jerk at times but that's like everyone else's fault and like I know there's uh-huh. a good guy in there, and I'm like, oh, yeah. no. I know. I, d- I didn't like do any it, of that. Susie, Susie yeah. you seem like a decent person. Maybe you should find somebody better. But the fact <laughs> that she had a crush on a jerk and kind of like couldn't figure it out was mm-hmm. real. Like, That's a yeah, thing. Totally. Totally. Well, and I like, well, okay. So my, I like my, Susie. The, yeah. My opinion changed partway through the episode, but what I, when I first was watching it, the first half of the episode, when we meet Susie, Susie is like the only person who deigns to talk to uh, to Keo at school. It's been a long time since you were here. Why don't you stay for a while? Why bother? If you're bored with class, then you can help me with my studies again. I want you to tutor me again because it was really helpful and also I really mean to you. Like, like hang out with me. Also, you're my boyfriend, but you don't know it yet. Yeah. And then his little boy, his little child boy pops out of a gym (laughs) bag. And I thought it was so funny. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say how much I love Zatch in the gym bag. He's like, (laughs) yeah, fitted. Like, he looks like a fucking like Ringu creature. Like he's his arms and legs (laughs) pop out of the sides and he skitters back and forth like a tarantula. (laughs) It's horrible. (laughs) But but my, my thought is like with Susie. I like that it was it was so, like this. This speaks volumes about what I normally or what I normally experience watching a ton of anime when she showed up and she was clearly like, oh, this is the main girl of the show and she's into our guy. I was just so pleased that she was drawn like a normal person and not like explicitly. She tried is to be not fuckable. disgustingly fuckable. I agree it's with that completely. Like, like we've had so many experiences lately with just these like inappropriately fuckable characters like uh-huh. like. Like the one that stands out is the most fuckable and everyone else is like a gross gremlin monster. <laughs> and like she just seems like a normal ass girl. 
and I was like really excited for that. And then later, and Kia was not particularly. Uh, no, he's not. Adonan, Adonisi, Adonian, Adonis. I don't remember what the. You know what I'm I don't either. About. Hot. Yeah, y'all know. Hot. <laughs> long. He's not long <laughs> enough. <laughs> but later, when Ido shows up, like he's like peeping on them on the at the rooftop from another rooftop through binoculars, and the first thing that comes out of his mouth is like, "Ooh, what a hottie!" And it was like, "Oh, Craig, great." Even if the character designs don't objectify her, now we've got somebody to come along and remind us she's a woman. I know. But I also kind of like talking about people who are not the disgusting people uh, Mm -hmm. as if they are still, you know, viable candidates. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This show feels like if you had to describe, like, if you had to pick one show to, like really describe what watching anime feels like even when it's not like the most anime a show's ever been but it's like from to an outsider this is what all anime must be (laughs) i guess that's what i gotta like this is this is what all anime is like to 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 the cool kids Uh uh-huh yeah (laughs) the the so the crux of the episode though is zatch is is been on this mission to make friends to to, to, to basically have Kyo have some friends and become cool. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) so he's on this sort of mission to make him into a hero. And God, it's so funny. His first idea, we're going to drop a clip right here. It's this incredible back and forth. His first idea is this school is probably filled with bullies, right? You can save all the other students from the bullies and make lots of friends. What are you talking about? That kind of stuff never works. All right. And let's try getting on our knees and begging them to be your friend. That's an even worse idea! No! <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so fucking funny. I don't know. I was just really caught off guard by how funny Zatch was as a character. Yeah. Yeah, I was He's expecting so... to very much hate him. Yeah. Hate well, the naked boy? Because... Hate the nude boy? Yeah, because Gash, his voice his voice the is ne- also, it's Jimmy Neutron. It's Debbie Derryberry. Yeah. And like the new boy with his lightning mouth, it (laughs) conjures so much like of the hatred that I have for Jimmy Neutron as a character. Just listening to Zatch that like the first thing that came out of his mouth, I was like, oh, no, (laughs) this is this is fucking ruined. But he the character actually won me over. I really like I like the dynamic. I I dig kind of dig the Zatch and Keo dynamic of the, (laughs) you know, the grumpy guy and the perky (laughs) sort of eternal optimist. My dad uh, got me a boy works. servant for my birthday, and I'm going to have friends. He might even yeah. give me a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Things are looking up for old Keo. Yeah. So Keo, as a way to get rid of Zatch for a minute, sends him up to the roof where I guess the bullies hang out, which was sort of a, a, a fib. But yeah. it turned out that they're, I mean, so Susie was there and they chat, but then a legit bully was there. What was his a, name gig- again? a gigantosaurus rex. Kane. Kane. Kane is just a 25-year-old pro wrestler. Like <laughs> yeah. he does yeah. not go to the same school. He can't. He's so yeah, big. That guy's not 16. No, he's a roof boy. He's just a roof. <laughs> he, hang- he, they have to teach all of his classes to him up there because he can't fit in the school. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And he just starts wailing on uh Zatch. And Zatch you know, is taking it basically. He's yeah. like saying, Oh man, Keo's so cool. He's going to come up here and he's going to save us. And for the next five minutes, this happens. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keo is listening through the door, just like weeping, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, and nodding no, his head like, just... yeah, no, that's legit. I'm not, I'm not going to help. I'm yeah, sorry. It's like, I'm terrible. Why aren't you using your lightning powers? Because he's confused. Because that's what happened to the first time. Where's early... the bird? <laughs> yeah, where did that bird go? <laughs> Show him your penis. <laughs> Give him some jeepers. Give him the jeepers. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. It's 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 funny because he is Zach is like exhibiting full faith in Keo, and Keo is just feeling full self hatred and shame. And and that is yeah, a fun it, moment, like not fun, but like a cool moment where like yeah. just the power of this little boy being like, I believe in him. He's gonna show up. He's gonna show up. Like kind of gives him. Like, well, maybe I better. Yeah, like, he's we, just taking a shit. Yeah. He's just off taking a shit, and he's definitely <laughs> going to help. He's definitely going to save the day in just a minute. Oh, that's right. That was their lie, wasn't it? Uh-huh. The only reason Keo isn't here is because he had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> he had two helpings of meatloaf for lunch, and he had to go really, really, really bad. Yeah, that's it for sure. Keo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keo the hero. Those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then when Kia does finally make his triumphant entrance, because, yeah, that whole time he's going through this whole, like, he's making a tough call. Like, this made the show interesting for me. Was, mm-hmm. uh, was like, some serious character shit. Am I going to get my ass beat for this weird little naked boy that I didn't ask for? Yeah. Right, and he's having a hard time. I like characters facing mental struggles. And mm-hmm. he finally nuts up and he busts open the door and he's like oh man what a great dump that i took uh feel great <laughs> i'm here i'm here to fight and then he just gets a shit pushed in immediately oh yeah immediately kane just kicks his ass like uh but that's victory yeah it is he comes out to he zatch, stands up yeah. for something he does a damn thing and it you know it brings zatch and keo and Susie all closer together Blah, 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 blah. And then a man comes into the sky on a skateboard. And this is this is where the show brings in its long game. And I'm not really there for it yet. Like it didn't it did not win me over with this where like, well, this is how this is where it kind of gets that Poke clone DNA, right? Yes, exactly. There are other people with other naked boys. (laughs) And it's like a thing. They they do have clothes in as far as we could see at the moment. Yeah. But it is it is weird. So like this kid, we mentioned him earlier. He's a shitty he's a shitty monster, and he shows up and he tries to basically just take Susie like like spoils of war. Uh, he says the worst thing that I've heard in on our show in a long time. He says, "You're gonna be my new girlfriend. I'm wicked strong, and I always get what I want." <laughs> Yuck! Yuck! <alert>. Yuck! <laughs> Ooh, so awful. Uh, but he's got a little boy, and the little boy does wind magic. Um, yeah, the little boy kind of looks like an evil Astro Boy. He definitely has he the, like, the spiky mm-hmm. Astro Boy hair. And I don't know if that's intentional or not. It's kind of hard not to be. Yeah. It's Astro Boy. Um, but, yeah, the funny thing about this, like, everybody has a boy, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, method. When I read the Wikipedia article, the summary of the show, the way they describe it is something like, I don't have it pulled up, but it's something like, uh yes, the Momoto uh Momotos are creatures that have incredible power and the these beings like use their magic and all this kind of stuff and it's like 
if you could read that and think of it like a Pokemon show, but it, they do not mention that like these are children. These are yeah. boys. These are real <laughs> children with emotions <laughs> and blood, I guess. Presumably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's freaky. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's some there's some stupid shit that happens that doesn't really translate very well where. Yeah, it's kind uh, of just a just a long, weird argument. Well, and Keo Keo realizes that earlier in the episode, he'd accidentally said the magic word. Uh, yeah. And, and then he says it again purposefully and uses the lightning magic and then they beat the bad guys. It's a con- it's a contrivance. So so the boy is like the gun and the, the people with the books are like the ones holding the gun and shooting yes. the gun. Very much They're the so. Pokemon trainers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. We catch. So like the 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 bad guys retreat and the the, the other boy is like, oh, that Zatch has incredible power. And then we also meet an even darker pair. Ooh, the edgiest Momoto, the edgiest boy. Oh, he looks like like he's the gothest fucking little child. And uh, this like fancy lady drinking tea says the battle for Momoto King has begun. <laughs> okay. And like, I don't, that didn't hype me up the way the character drama no. earlier did. <laughs> Should we rank it? Yeah, let's. So, w- what do we start with? The monsters? The monsters, the boys. Uh, you get, <laughs> well, you is, get it, to, wait, wait, is it how collectible are they? Or, yeah, do we yeah. want to catch them all? I do don't think no. I can legally answer God, that no. question. God, no, yeah. <laughs> Even having one have is to, kind of problematic. Not yeah. if I have to bathe all of them. <laughs> no, not if they're all going to be going jeepers free in my head. They're all flying that freak flag high. <laughs> I'm not really feeling Running around that. on no, eagles and, yeah, <laughs> stealing no. salmon, dragging people. it across your window. How are the people? <laughs> um, similar to the monsters because the monsters are people. Yeah, everybody yeah. in the show besides Susie is deeply unlikable. Yeah, agreed. Keo is awful. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe his mom could have some fun sass. The bully was funny. I like that. I did like the bully. Kane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the huge, but I have the huge, the huge rooftop ogre. <laughs> I have also seen in the theme, and we haven't seen this character show up yet, but it's like some weird baby with a duck mouth, which <laughs> yeah, I kind of uh-huh. wish we'd have seen because I'm think baffled that, by that. I think I also in the intro, I also saw like a girl, Momoto. So they're not all boys. Okay. They're not um, all little dick boys. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's better. Maybe. <laughs> it doesn't make me want to collect them. In fact, it makes me want no. to collect them less. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> I want them to live on a farm somewhere where they're happy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. The people, I don't know. The, there's, if there's only one character that I truly like. So I got to give it a low score, like two or three. Yeah. How's the world? Uh, normal insane. so far N- yeah insane there's uh, the fact well, that, that that the pokemon are children is yeah. very weird why is the little boy not in school why is his mouth a lightning gun uh <laughs> why is he nude why does yeah. he fly around on eagles yeah well, that part is definitely not explained something that we didn't <laughs> talk about at all yet is the fact that the dad the dad gifted him a slave boy yeah, it's so weird. But like the dad found Zatch essentially dying and like saved him. And Zatch was like, oh, I want to repay you. So the boy owed him a Wookiee life debt. A Wookiee life yeah. debt. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so he doesn't say like, oh, no, I want you to go be free or like that's stupid. You're a tiny child. Like have your life. You don't owe me anything. Instead, the dad is like, 
you know what? My son's a piece of shit. If you could go to my house and make my son not a shit. My son has no friends. Go figure that out. Yeah, go figure out how to make my son a good person. Uh, go do go do what I should have been doing this whole time. <laughs> yeah, go be and my raise son's my father, son. little boy. <laughs> <laughs> I just, that's so weird. So yeah, the world is insane. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. Capitalist synergy. Uh, is there none. any? None. Nothing? Anything? I have to say there is none. I think somebody watched this show after they licensed it, like actually watched it like, oh, no, I don't think we can. <laughs> we really, we really fucked this one up. Yeah, I don't think we can make Happy Meal toys out of this one. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, and they didn't they didn't even air everything that they localized. They essentially got canceled midseason. Nobody <laughs> was, show is nobody's watching. <laughs> I'm sorry, you had to put briefs on what? Why? What What have I been paying for your animators to do? This isn't Cover- Pokemon at all. <laughs> <laughs> you said our biggest, our biggest demographic is Nambla? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, I guess we, we, there's not much time left for me. Uh, in the free open air, I need to get the gulps of of air that I can while I can. So please talk <laughs> anime about anime. Fog. Please talk <laughs> about anime a little bit for me, just to tell me how these anime were before I have um, to go back. It's pretty wild. Uh, yeah, I Card Captors is fun. Um, if I talk about Clamp, will that give you another like five hours of time? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm already but, eating that. I'm eating a whole anime on that. Okay, well, uh, we'll bring you back down to the a few hundred demerits. How about that? Oh shit! <laughs> that I love we that. forgot, huh? <laughs> three hundred, <laughs> three hundred demerits all at once. Oh god, that's that's the weirdest. It's I'm so happy and so hurt at the same time. Um, I don't know. This was this was a fun week. I'm I'm excited for. We have one more week left on this arc, and I am I am excited for next week. <laughs> We've got a good, a good couple shows, and uh, hopefully, if we've lined it up correctly, we've got an, uh, an expert to come in and join us. And yeah. I'm very, very excited about that. Um, well, me too. Has anything so far come close in your mind to like Pokemon and whatever uh, that means? Uh, uh, yeah, I would say we have watched shows better than Pokemon, um, but I'm not surprised none of them. Became the Juggernauts Pokemon did. I think what do we last week we liked Beyblade a lot for for being Beyblade was surprisingly watchable. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, for we liked when we say we liked them, I think we liked them <laughs> relatively and we enjoyed watching them in context. I mean it. Yeah, I like its chances at success because I feel <laughs> like it, I liked it in the sense of like I thought I could understand this being popular. You know what I mean? Sure. It doesn't necessarily it doesn't necessarily give it a good like seal of approval, but yeah. But yeah, I think Beyblade so far has come the closest. But but I, think, I don't think anything I, can do Pokemon like Pokemon does. No, though next week we do. I don't know. Spoiler alert: We are watching Yu Gi Oh next week, and that is still a juggernaut, whether or yeah. not you want it to be or not. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll I'm, we'll have to talk about that a little bit. But let's find out. Yeah. Let's find out next week. Its fate is in the cards. <laughs> the card captors. 
uh, yeah, we should we should scoot on out of here. We should summon summon our, the fly card and ride off on our little wands. See you next Tuesday.